We spoke to Emma about six years ago after she fell from the sky, jumped out of a plane skydiving, had the instructor on the back there. Uh, it was going to be one of those great moments that you never forget. Well, she never forgot because the bastard of a parachute didn't open. I know. And she plummeted 14,000 feet. God only knows what was going through your mind when that bloody parachute wasn't opening. Then hit the ground conscious with the instructor on the back, and both people survived. I know. It's an incredible story. She has a book out now called The Girl Who Fell From The Sky, and her name is Emma Carey, and she's joining us now. Hi, Hi Emma. Hi, Emma. Good morning. How are hey, you? Hey, thanks for having me. Long oh, thanks no for chat. coming on the show because, I mean, this is a fascinating story, and I was reading in your book that you really were excited about this skydive. You're in the Swiss Alps, right? This yeah. is where it happened. And you had your your best friend with you, and I think she wasn't that keen to do it. She was just there to support <laughs> you. but she No, did. I really made her do it, so thank God it oh, didn't happen really? to her. Can you imagine? I know. I thought as I was reading the book, I thought, oh, imagine if it happened to her. Um, but so yes. she was not keen. You're like, let's do it. It's a wonder lifetime. We've got to do it. Yep, yeah, yeah. There was no, no thought in my mind of how dangerous it was, which sounds so silly, but I was just nothing but excited. Have you, you guys you done it? You, no, no, but I thought about doing it. And now that I've read your story, I don't think I will. Well, yeah, yeah, I fear right. that I deter a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but you're not the... So tell me, you, you jump out of this. It was in a helicopter, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, right, right. So you're yeah. in a helicopter and you're attached to your instructor. You have asked your instructor... Has anyone ever died, or has there any been you know incidents? And the only oh, you thing did that, ask that the only thing that happened was someone broke their foot, and that was it, right? Yeah. I was just trying to make chit chat on the way up because it wasn't until we were in the helicopter on the way up that I finally started to feel nervous. So I said, "Has anyone been injured with you?" And he just said, "Someone had broken their ankle on a rocky landing." Was he one was of those it. extreme sports type of guys that might have been like crushing on Molly for the last four days and then packed that parachute in a hurry and yeah, let's just live radical? And is he one? One of those was it they're all like that those guys right um i don't know he'd done so many jumps all i know is i think he said he'd done nearly ten thousand or something <gasps> oh so I wow so you felt pretty, safe yeah, safe felt very safe okay yeah. so you're free falling and that moment is meant to happen the free fall and you're just loving it and everything that's fun and then you realize you're getting close you, you get the sign from the instructor we're about to open the parachute which means you have to you cross your arms and no parachute is there. And you right. see it as a tangled mess flying in front of you. Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah so I felt God. the tap on my shoulder, which means cross your arms over your chest and wait for the parachute to be pulled. But yeah. all I felt was my hair being ripped backwards. And I thought, that's so weird that no one warns you that it hurts your hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then at first, because I'd never done it before, I didn't know immediately that something was wrong. I didn't know what to expect. And when you're that high up, the ground all looks... The same, you can't tell how fast you're falling, but sure. as you get closer, you realize and you can see everything clearer, you realize just how fast you're going. And when and did you realize, a- shit, something's really wrong here and I'm in trouble? When I saw the parachute tangled up in front of me instead of above me, and was I was yelling out to anything? the instructor, was- no, I was yelling out to him, but he wasn't responding. And I, I didn't realise at the time, but that was because he was unconscious. He actually got strangled by the cords of the parachute as they were coming oh. out. Oh so that explains God. why he couldn't untangle oh. the parachute or he couldn't do anything and to you, fix it. And you couldn't even turn round to look because of the velocity. So yeah. you're just get plummeting and the earth is now becoming clearer and clearer because you're getting closer and closer. 
So tell oh. tell Carl what kind of thoughts you had going through your mind because I mentioned to him earlier you were thinking about the sa- a sandwich that you really wanted to eat. And I thought, well, well, what was on that sandwich that was so in your mind? It was a good sandwich. But that, I, I was just so certain that I was about to die. And it's so funny how uh, that I was thinking about all the big things, my family, my friends, all of that. But I was also thinking about all the tiny mundane things that you don't realise you miss about you're going to miss about life, like eating a sandwich. Or I was meant to be going to Rome the next day. I was on this trip around Europe. Um, and I and were you felt- really thinking, oh, I'm going to die here. I'm not even going to get my Rome trip. Is that what yeah, you were thinking? Yeah, I was like, what a rip-off. I've gone on this three-month trip and I'm only five days in. What a waste of money. Oh, oh wow, it's me. funny because you never know what would go through someone's mind no. when they think they're going to die. And how long do you reckon that moment was between seeing that tangled parachute and hitting the ground? How long did you have to think about death? It probably was only a minute. but That's it, a long time, didn't- though. Yeah, but time didn't seem to flow like I was used to because I had it it happened so fast, but at the same time I had so much time to think and I remember feeling such a deep sense of regret at not making the most of life up until that moment and I thought what a shame that I'm only realizing how much I want to live when I've got 10 seconds left. And you were conscious when you hit the ground. So we're talking 20 meters, 10 meters, 5 meters, 1 meter. You're look you're like this is it. it I'm done. I'm I'm yeah. toast. Yeah, yeah, there was, uh, it was like, it was like a countdown. And I just thought, this is the last thing I'm ever going to see. This is the last thing I'm ever going to feel. It was and he's terrifying. on your back and you're hitting the ground. For, and you, uh, I can't even. Did you close your eyes? freaks me out. I feel like I was very awake for it because yeah. I remember it all so vividly. I remember exactly what it looked like, how it felt. How did and it the, feel when you hit the ground? Like when you went boom. Face first, down on what, the ground. What, can you even describe that to someone or is that not possible to describe? Yeah, well, my very first thought, and again, all of these thoughts would have happened within like one second, but my very first thought was just complete shock, like as if I was in a skydiving accident. It just seemed so far-fetched and I hadn't even pondered it, so it it just felt so bizarre. And then the next thing I remember feeling was just the most intense pain throughout my whole body. I didn't even know where it was coming from. But then the next, which was the scariest part, was I I was pinned to the ground by him and I tried to like move my neck to look around and I realised <sighs> we were in the middle of the Swiss Alps, nobody was around, and I thought he was dead, but he survived, but I didn't know that at the was time. Was there snow so I, or just hard No, it ground? was summer. It was summer, but I <sighs> thought it's up to me to go and get help here and it was in that moment when I tried to roll over to get him off me and I tried to stand up that I realised I was completely paralysed from the waist down. Oh, you must have panicked. Like, you now you're wondering, are you ever going to walk again? Will you survive this? Will you even get help? Do people know where you are? Yeah, Yeah. that would have been the the most scary, that you're in the mountains somewhere. Yeah, do people know? Because you would have been way off track to where you're supposed to land, right? Yeah, we definitely weren't where we were meant to land, but thankfully... Uh, my friend Gemma was jumping after me and she didn't see it happen, but her instructor must have because they followed us down and landed next to us. And then they oh, could call for help. that would have been the best thing in the world seeing your yeah. girlfriend land oh. there. And you're, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I've got, I can't feel it. Were yeah. you able and to speak? She was speak? like, told you we shouldn't have done this. Oh, what <laughs> oh. a bitch. Oh. Save your time. No, no, no. Later, she, she was great to you. <laughs> no, she was she? amazing. Yeah, yeah she, she was. was amazing. And she when, went into action. And she called um, the emergency people and a helicopter came and picked us up and took us to hospital. And then when you were in hospital, you you went and had an operation and you woke up from the operation 
and no one no one you knew was around you that Gemma wasn't there um you didn't know if your family had been told but then the doctor came in and what did he say to you after that operation um it was very casual and I don't know if it was a language barrier because uh he couldn't really speak fluent English so it's it was so hard to know what was happening but I was told that I was now a paraplegic I had broken my back and my pelvis, all these other things, but that I would never walk again. And then he just so casually left the room and I was like, okay. Um, I know. because <laughs> I don't were know saying, what to do with this information. Yeah, you were saying when you see that in the movies where someone's on the hospital bed and they're told they can't walk again, everyone's around them supporting them and it's a real moment. But for you it was just like, yeah, your legs, you'll never walk again and it's permanent. And he like just he walked walks in with off. a chart and he's like, yeah, so what's wrong? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're paraplegic. Okay. Dinner will be... Did you ever get the sandwich is what I want to know. <laughs> no, I didn't get the sandwich. <laughs> it so must be mouldy by now. It, it, it oh, would wow. have been like... Because you, you're fine now, right? I mean, you, you, you were told walking? you never could uh, walk again. You're fine? Stand up. I'm, I'm not completely fine. Proof okay. of standing. I, I can stand. stand. Up. I, I look at that. Oh, you can stand. Oh, look, That's uh, unbelievable. But no, I'm not completely fine now. I still there's still so many parts which I had no idea about that come along with being a paraplegic, like loss of I still can't feel anything from the waist down. Oh, you, um, I lost you bladder walk, and bowel control, so I can need walk, to use catheters. You can't, wait, wait. you can't feel anything. Are you said so, yeah, you can walk, but you want you don't that, that must. How do you walk if you can't feel? Yeah, so I didn't realize, but it's two different nerves for sensory and motor. So my sensory nerve must have just been a lot more damaged. But at first, without being able to feel, the most difficult part was balance because I can't tell where my legs are in relation to my body. So I couldn't tell when they were touching the ground, when they're in front of me, behind me. So balance was really tricky. And it hasn't gotten better, but I think I've just adapted to that way because it's been so many years now. You said you don't know when you're going to the toilet either. Yeah, so I need to use catheters and enemas, and I've lost that sense of I can't I can't remember how it feels to just know that you need to go. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Really? So yeah, there's so many parts that come along um, with paraplegia, which most people don't know. I if I saw someone in a wheelchair pre-accident, I just assumed their legs didn't work and that was that. But there's so much more to it. Yeah. So what about what about sexual stuff? Like is that is that all messed up as well, or like you can't feel that? Or I can't feel that. Like it's fine, but I I can't. Yeah, I can't feel it. You still do it? Yeah. But you don't care if you feel it or not. You just like the. Well, I don't yeah. really have a choice. <laughs> There's nothing well, I can really do about it. But you want, so you want to do it. Uh, so you got a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Is wow. it the same partner that? No. Re- no. 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 Oh, so how? Well, then, how oh, long did the been... relationship last with him after the accident? Uh not very long. He uh, went overseas while I was in hospital still. Oh. Uh, but he continued but we the trip. How, how long did he? How long were you guys together for? Uh, three years before that. But, I mean, on, in hindsight, on, he, continued, he continued the trip while you were paralysed in hospital in the foreign country. Well, look, it sounds bad. But in hindsight, we were so, we were 20 years old. We were very young and, you know, we don't Even always make the best so oh, no, Because no, yeah, one right, of your last it. things He's... that you thought about was, <laughs> I hope Ben knows how much I love him. That, well, that was one of your last thoughts that you had before you plummeted to the ground. And this guy didn't even stick around. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, but it's really sweet you don't want to kick him about. I know. And it's, that's really nice. It shows you're a nice lady. Yeah. But that's a shit go. Like, that even is. I'd stay. You know, and I'm the worst person <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. I cannot believe he continued with the trip. Well, it was paid for, so no refunds. Did you know you, what kids are like. Did that make <laughs> it feel all the more harder to deal, to cope with what was going on? The Absolutely, that, yeah. because it just felt like 
a loss of my entire identity. I could no longer do all the physical things that I loved. I couldn't work. I was living in hospital and losing my relationship as well. I just felt like my entire life that I had built before was gone in a in a moment, which was a very bizarre feeling. You poor thing. Gosh, you've been, you know, it's amazing your survival story, I have to say. Let's roll back to the sex stuff. So when you meet the new guy mm-hmm. and it's, you know, you like each other and you, you know, you got the spark flying. When do you bring up, hey, before we have sex, I've got to unhook all my bags and you can go to town on me and I'll feel nothing, but I'm into it. How do you have that conversation? Well, I don't have any bags or anything. Um, I use intermittent catheters, so there's nothing attached to me. I just use one and then throw it out and then that's that. Um, So there's nothing there. So you just sort of drain yourself and then you don't have to, you don't don't mess yourself or anything like that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but I feel... I'm very open about these things, so I feel like even before I would get into a relationship with someone, I would have already told. I feel like I just tell people as soon as I meet them. It's yeah, not right. a rip the band aid off. Yeah. It's right. not a it's thing not, for me. Not, I, not a shameful hidden thing. You're open with it all. Yeah, I when I first left hospital and I was having accidents all the time, I was really embarrassed and ashamed, and I'd never wanted to leave the house, and mm, I just sure. became such a hermit. And I realized very quickly that you know I'd survived this impossible thing and I didn't think the reason was to stay at home and be sad for the rest of my life so I just decided to tell people and see what happened and it turns out literally no one cares (laughs) literally no one cares at all in in a good way yeah yeah exactly and it's just such it's such a freeing way to live to not be holding keeping secrets like that and just to be open Mm. and I agree yeah yeah. that's a fact what what a wonderful positive life you've got yeah, oh, that really takes a the way lot you've of strength. It. The way you've managed to come out the other side, uh, you know. I mean, can you orgasm, or what happens there? No, no. No. Can you? you have, I mean, maybe you, you there's you a way, but I'm yet to yet to find it. Yeah. Oh, oh. well, that's yeah. That's well, a hey, you're alive and you're here. Boyfriend. I think that's the main thing. Uh, it's incredible, right? It's a real miracle. It is a real miracle. Yeah, I feel. What I about feel the instructor? Lucky. What happened to him? Did he did yeah. he make it or what happened? Uh, so he survived, and he he's overseas, so I haven't spoken to him much. But as far as I know, his legs were shattered, and he had to have a lot of surgeries on them. But I think he's okay now. So can he Jeez. walk? Is he fine? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because you would have taken a bit of the brunt for him. Yeah, oh, well, he landed impact, on me, yeah. so I was like, I was like a landing cushion. Oh, can I ask? God. Do you know like the, what the odds are of surviving falling without a parachute from the sky? I don't know, but like, probably not good. Yeah, like, do you <laughs> yeah. know what? It, was there some reason why you guys survived? I have no idea. I mean, we landed on grass, which you wouldn't yeah. think would make a difference, but a meter away there was a bitumen road and it was in the Swiss Alps. So there were cliffs, there were trees, lakes, oh. all these other things. So I think we landed in the best possible place. But the way, and this is just me piecing this together, I have no idea if this is true or not, but what I think happened is that he was a lot taller than me and mm-hmm. because he was unconscious, his body was like floppy jelly yeah. whereas i was awake so i was like crunched up so i imagine that his legs are what hit first which is why they were shattered and that maybe took right. some of the fall. Oh. Oh, so think- you landed feet first see i just imagine you like laying on a bed like your whole body hitting at the ground but your well, feet I think hit his first. legs hit and then we and then we went forward and so apparently it's better in that situation if you are unconscious. It's better for your body to not be rigid. I heard that. I've got, I've got the yeah. official. I've got the official survival rate of such a fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Where'd like you it's, get this? I, we, we've got people here. That's what you think. I'm. You think I've got a brain? I'm fed all this shit. <laughs> the yep, official survival rate is 
0.006%. Oh, gosh. Less, wow. Like, that is, that is unbelievable. It's a miracle. It's a true yeah. miracle. Yeah, I feel very lucky. Yeah, that's incredible. God, what a, what's the book called again, Jackie? It's oh, the, the girl, people want to read this. The Girl Who Fell from the Sky. It's yeah, out now. That sounds now. like a miracle in itself, just the name of it. And then yeah. you realise that there's a true miracle inside the pages. Make sure you check it out, guys. It's a great read. Emma, thank you for sharing your story on air with us, and we're glad you survived this. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks so much. I, I just can't get my head around It's almost too unbelievable to, to be true. I know. Yeah, I've been great. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.